Hey guys, welcome to another episode of The Web Show. I'm super excited to have you here. I am your host, Webby Pumpkin. Super excited to get uh, going on in. Let me just turn this off real quick so I have a clear view over here at my second screen. Guys, if you're brand new here and you've never been a part of The Web Show before, it is a little podcast that we do here live on Twitch every Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And we talk about gaming news, uh, different things that are going on, a little bit about life. And at the end, we always give a little bit of a tip or a segment so that you, if you're interested in streaming or if you're get, just now getting into gaming, so you can level up your streams, you can level up your experience so that you can be the best, hopefully, that you could possibly be. I'm honored that you're a part of it here. If you're watching live on Twitch, uh, I would love for you to get animated, get active in the chat, ask your questions. Be sure to tag me uh, at Webby Pumpkin to make sure that I see them. And if you're listening back on YouTube or uh, wherever you enjoy your podcast, Consider, if you have the availability, joining us live one day. Like I said, on Twitch Live every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. I would love for you to be here. And if you do decide to join in, please let me know where you came from and that you are here because of the podcast. We also stream on Fridays and Saturdays over on Twitch and on Facebook Gaming. Would love for you to hang out with me at twitch.tv slash webbypumpkin or on Facebook at fb.gg slash webbypumpkin. Lots of cool things to talk about today. Well, maybe that's a lot. A couple cool things to talk about today, one of which being some information about the Xbox Series S. That was honestly a little surprising to me, but I'm super excited uh, I'm super excited to learn about because I think it's going to really change the game as far as the next gen of consoles goes. Because honestly, in my opinion so far, the Xbox Series S has really not been worth it. I'm going to go Series X. I just don't really see... A benefit to the Series S, but that might be changing. So we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk a little bit about a Fortnite status update that I just thought was interesting because I play Fortnite. We'll probably be playing a little Fortnite after the podcast tonight. So I want to share that with you guys. And then I want to just give you a recap, especially any of you that are listening that were once streamers over on Mixer.com. Uh, just a little recap on how I'm doing, some things that I've learned, and some things that I'm thinking uh, now four months down the way since Mixer has gone away, and of course we'll end the scene or we'll end the show with a level up. So let's jump right in. We'll just start with the Fortnite status tweet because that's really simple, and it's there's really not a whole lot of news in the way of Fortnite. Uh, but a tweet came out from uh, from the the Twitter account Fortnite Status, uh, and that tweet says, "Please note the patch size will be larger." And this is talking about updates and everything to Fortnite. Please note that the patch size will be larger than normal on PC, approximately 27 gigabytes. Uh, this is to make optimizations on PC, resulting in a massively reduced Fortnite file size moving forward, over 60 gigabytes smaller in parentheses. It says, smaller downloads for future patches and improved loading performance. That's super exciting if you still play Fortnite or if you really enjoy the game because with this next gen of consoles and with a normality of SSDs and uh, NVMe drives. I think that game developers are realizing that there's not as much of a need for 
duplicate files and, and just all this clutter and junk that would get stuck on traditional hard drives uh, because of just how fast just how fast the uh, computer or the game console can pull the information off of the drive. They can just have access to it really, really quickly. But that brings the, the game down from about 90 gigabytes to 30 gigabytes, which is super exciting in a world of, um, of consoles where, where games are just so big. They take up so much space. And I think about that, especially if you get the Xbox Series S coming up, you're, you're only going to have about a half terabyte of storage, not counting how big the operating system is going to be which I estimate, I don't know for sure, but I estimate that it would be somewhere around 130 gigabytes. So with that being said, saving 60 gigabytes here and there where you can, and then the option that we learned about last week, where certain developers, if they so choose, will allow you to install only segments of their game. So say you download the newest Call of Duty and you play the campaign and you loved it, but you're done with the campaign. You don't need to play it anymore, but you're going to continue to play the multiplayer. You can delete the campaign, which is it's not necessarily a new thought or concept but you can delete the campaign and keep the multiplayer, save yourself, you know, 40, 50, 60 gigabytes of space on your on your storage. That's a pretty big deal. I'd love to see more game developers take take, you know, follow suit if you will. I'd love to see that happen for more game developers because I think it's a real game changer in the future of gaming. It'd be really 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 cool. Um, speaking of the Series X S, sorry, Series X and Series S going into that a game has been has come out that is reporting to be playable on the Series S. That's the important part. I did say S as in soccer. A game playing in 4K. Microsoft has capped the Xbox Series S at 1440p. And it's really interesting that a game, and developers are showing a game, that is actually playing at 4K. The name of the game is The Tourist. It's actually a Switch game that I believe was ported over to Xbox sometime this year, maybe late last year. Um, and it's really, really cool because the game really doesn't demand a whole lot of the console. It's a pretty basic game, if I'm being honest, like real indie platformer style. But because I guess it takes so little you know, processing power to run, uh, the the developers have reported that this game has been streamed or has been has been played has been uh, on the Series S at 4K resolution and up to 6K on the Xbox Series X, as in xylophone. That's really stinking cool to me. Now I believe you know most of our TVs and our monitors right now are not really optimized for 6K, so we're gonna see that game that's could be played at 6K for the Series X, probably scaled down to 4K, but run really, really smooth. But for those of you that are interested in that Series S, that means that theoretically, we could see upwards of 4K resolution on this $300 box for a lot of indie games. And I think that is a game changer. That alone, if it, if it turns out being this way, if that is how we, how we see it progress, uh, that alone, for me, is enough to to kind of shift the balance of what I believe about the Series S on whether or not it's actually worth the money or worth the purchase, because that's a $200 savings. And if you really don't care, or if you don't plan to get like 6K, or you don't want the 120 hertz, you're going to play, you know, 30 frames, 60 frames, that's it. If you really like indie games, maybe you're a casual gamer, you're not, you know, hardcore or streamer or anything like that. You're not into competitive gaming or anything like that. You're just casual, enjoy games for the sake of gaming. 
this Series S might actually be the option for you. Save yourself some money and still, as, as it seems, get next generation level of support. That's pretty that's pretty exciting if you ask me. I, I I'm still not gonna get it, full transparency, because I am a little more of a sweaty player and I mean I do this, you know, to stream, I do this, if you will, kind of moderately as a side career. Uh, hopefully something more one day. So, you know, if you're if you're kind of in my shoes or something similar, you're probably gonna want to go with the X also. But if you're crunched for money, you're just starting out, or maybe you're new to Xbox and you wanna give it a try, but you don't really wanna, you know, throw out half a thousand dollars. Um, this actually might be a pretty good, pretty good option. Or honestly, if you're new to Xbox, go pick up like an, an Xbox One S or a, a One X if you can still find one. You'll get a really good experience with either of those two consoles, and you'll have a pretty good idea about what you can expect from Xbox. Uh, aside from the speed, of course, both the Series S and the Series X are going to take advantage of much, much faster loading times. Um, and you know, hot swapping between, well, I mean, obviously you can hot swap because of the card, you can do that, but, uh, but switching between games and being able to start up one that you played earlier in the exact same spot where you were there, you're going to be able to take advantage of that because of the SSD. But for the cost, if you're just wanting to give Xbox a shot, get you one of the older ones in my opinion, or pick up this one if you're, if you're dead set on next gen, but you just are wanting to try it, see if you like it. It's a pretty cool option. All right. Onward to something a bit more personal and probably what will be most of the meat and potatoes of, of the night. Uh, honestly, this is kind of unrehearsed. Um, I just decided that I wanted to maybe talk about it because I've been thinking a lot about streaming and gaming and joy and the things that I want to do career-wise and, and everything in my life. And I know that I can't be the only one that has thought about these things, especially knowing that so many people were like me, and they unfortunately had to say goodbye to Mixer. Um, now, don't get me wrong, Mixer, apparently there's some pretty shady, crazy stuff happening over on Mixer. Uh, those of you who don't know, right before this all went down, it was just absolutely crazy. There were, um, there were allegations of some pretty racial remarks that were happening, or that were said by someone that was pretty higher up uh, inside of Mixer. And there was also tons of allegations on Mixer and on Twitch, honestly, of uh, different types of harassment, especially of the unspeakable type that were happening and uh, and being reported and things like that. And nothing was nothing was really happening uh, to the best of my knowledge and from, from the people I've talked to. Nothing was really, really happening to combat that, uh, which is a real problem. So a lot of partners and, uh, and Mixer mo open monetization, um, you know, streamers took to Twitter uh, and other social media, and we're basically calling for the company to address these things. Microsoft figure this out, and you know, personal full salty opinion, Microsoft just kind of dropped us. Uh, they didn't say anything. It was radio silence for the most part over the weekend, and then we got to like Monday. I remember being in a meeting at work and seeing the email that Mixer was going away, and that uh, they would be partnering with Facebook Gaming. And that would be where, where Mixer basically lives now, but it was closing the operation side. And, you know, I don't think that I've really forgiven Mixer for that. They, I mean, or Microsoft, because the company's still around. It's not like Mixer was its own thing. Mixer was owned by Microsoft. So Microsoft, that wasn't cool. That wasn't cool, guys. Like, I really appreciate you guys, and I want to love your consoles and, and believe in you and everything, but that, that wasn't cool. Um you could have given us more of a heads up. You could have given some of your workers a bigger heads up. But now four months after 
Mixer has gone away, a lot of us find ourselves in one of two places, either here on Twitch or on Facebook Gaming. A couple of us, a couple of my friends and everything, I'm, I'm in this boat, actually are on both. We, we stream to both platforms, uh, usually at different times. And um, and honestly, for me, if you know, some people have asked me, like, why are you doing that? Why Facebook and Twitch? Uh, some people, you know, have jumped ship from Twitch and gone over to Facebook. Some people who remain here. Growth on Twitch, especially right now, is really hard. Growth on Twitch is just really hard. And, um, and you know, that kind of stinks and everything. But uh, Soul Survivors just says in the comments there, it was a freaking tweet that no one even got notified about. And you're absolutely right. It was It sucked. It was really crappy, if you ask me. But anyway, so all that to say, we're in one of two spots. And Twitch, what I found, it was pretty nice and everything at first. The Twitch community was so welcoming, so absolutely wonderful and welcoming to the to the mixer migrants, if you will, the the Twixers that came over. But now, four months later, I mean, mixer shutting down is kind of old news. Uh, I don't imagine many people will even con will even you know click on this video that has it in the title because mixer is is such old news. But it's interesting to me still because it's still relevant. It's still affecting people, you know? It's still affecting me. It's still affecting other people that, that I care about or that also streamed with me. Some stopped streaming altogether. Uh, another A content creator that I really, I really love and is a great guy and is super supportive, he is doing just fine over on YouTube, but he opted to just do YouTube videos and not... And not stream anymore and kudos to him because i hope he's happy i hope he, and that the last i talked to him he was happy with that so that's honestly more important uh but you know it's still affecting people it's still really affecting people and i want to have an open conversation so i'll probably begin to to talk a little bit if you guys are watching or listening after the fact on demand on the podcast or on youtube i'll be interacting a little bit with comments that are coming in here live um, within the show here on Twitch, because I, I want to know kind of what your thoughts are on Mixer now that it's old news and things are going away. Uh, hey there, uh, Key, I hope you're doing great. Because now, you know, four months later, I'm sitting here thinking, how do I grow and what comes next and everything? And I'm honestly kind of terrified, if you will, to put my eggs in one basket. I put so much time and so much energy into Mixer and was doing really well. I'd finally gotten to the point where things were growing really well, and I was having a great time, and the community was great. And I'll be honest, my community ran kind of young, which I was completely okay with. I'm a family-friendly streamer, you know? I was totally okay with that. It was awesome. And uh, But because of their, their age and everything, and maybe lack of understanding, lack of ability, maybe even lack of permission from parents, uh, I didn't really see everyone follow me over to Twitch. And I'm, I don't think Twitch is ever going to really go away, but the growth here is so hard. I was like, I can't do this. So I, I decided, you know, why not try Facebook gaming? I already had a Facebook account anyway. So I was like, let me, let me set this up. Go ahead and do this for Webby Pumpkin and everything. And it was, it's been really, really cool. Uh, I did get level up over there as well, which is kind of like Facebook's affiliate or open monetization. Uh, anyone that was partnered already on Mixer was automatically, you know, transitioned uh, into partnered on Facebook and it's really cool and I have some friends that are partnered on Facebook on the platform that are loving it and it's different oh man is it different than Mixer yes yes but it's been really cool and it works really different and so I want to share a little bit of my experience I mean, that was a lot of words to get to this point but I want to share a little bit of my experience so far now having 
streamed on both platforms for like two two months or so, and having streamed, uh, and having streamed, you know, since I got off of Mixer, since Mixer stopped having started streaming on Twitch, being in a brand new spot. I want I want to share a little bit of uh, I want to share a little bit of my thoughts on that. So Twitch, um, Twitch is really cool, and it has tons and tons of awesome awesome resources and everything that mixer didn't have and i've really really appreciated that but there are so many people on twitch oh my gosh so do you have to work to grow here absolutely you have to work so hard so if you're new and you're like you're considering streaming and twitch is maybe where you're wanting to be then uh you gotta you gotta put in the work and most most twitch successful twitch streamers would say that you really need to focus a fair bit of your time on offline content and I've started doing that. I don't do a very good job of it because I work a pretty intensive full-time job anyway. Uh, what's up, Shorty? What's up, Soul? Key, so are you guiding Twitch? I don't know if I understand your question. Um, help me understand your question. I'd love to answer it. Um, so I I don't feel like I really have the time to make a whole lot of offline content, but of the offline content that I do have and uh, and talking with you know other streamers who have had more time to do like TikTok-type things and everything, Twitch growth is definitely obtainable but a lot of twitch growth is is you know pushed forward because of offline content facebook on the other hand what i'm what i'm gleaning from facebook and what i'm realizing is while twitch discoverability is low but anybody in the world could technically stumble upon you and you could build a community that's like everywhere in the world Facebook has worked a little bit differently for me, which is interesting. Uh, I feel like discoverability on Facebook is really, really high. Um, but retention is really low. So, like, if you've ever liked Fall Guys or anything like that on Facebook, then uh, then you'll probably see Fall Guys streamers on Facebook. Like, it, if I'm playing Fall Guys, you'll just I'll just be recommended to you just because which is a really cool thing on facebook but i don't think very many people go to facebook to watch games honestly i feel like it's really a social media platform which is how it's always been it's not so much a video on demand live streaming platform but it grew like last year like 300 something percent so there's a lot of potential there i mean it grew tremendously more than mixer did which is pretty cool key i am not quitting twitch no 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 we're just talking about the two differences uh so no 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 so uh, after the after the stream or after the podcast key. So anyway, what's something that's really interesting to me though when it comes to Facebook is that the way that I've grown has been like very geographically like rippled. If that makes sense. So you know, like when you throw a pedal or a, a pebble or something into water, it makes ripples and the ripples go out and everything. I've noticed that most of my followers and um, and you know viewers and everyone that came into my stream first were people that I actually know IRL and then maybe a little bit more and then a little bit more and it started spreading out like geographically but uh but then now I'm seeing people from like actual other like countries and stuff now but it's very few and far between so that's an interesting difference um so for me I just think of Facebook as another opportunity but also more if you will it's not technically offline content, but more offline content. It's eggs in another basket. Uh, so now I stream to both. And I've honestly, so here's, so I'm not, while I'm not quitting Twitch, uh, here's another interesting thought that I've thought about. I have considered, uh, I have considered maybe requesting to be removed from the affiliateship program 
so I don't have to worry about any type of restream or anything like that, and that I can get all of my support directly through uh, donations and maybe a Patreon or something like that. But I want you I, the re, the thing that holds me up from doing that is Shorty. Thank you so much for the ten bits. I appreciate you. The thing that holds me up from doing that is the joy. Like Shorty, right then, just just cheered ten bits. And if I turned off affiliate, he wouldn't be able to do that. But it's fun. It's fun, and I want you guys to be able to have that joy and enjoyment of being a you know an active part of the stream. Technically, because when you're cheering, things are popping up on the screen, things are happening, people are getting excited, hype trains are rolling. So I honestly, I don't. I, I'll be completely real with you. I make like next to no money at all from ads. They're super annoying. I make like nothing from ads here on Twitch. I make very little from subscribers like not enough to really justify the cost of all the stuff and the time uh, that I put into it so the reason I do it is because of you guys and because I love doing this and I love creating content with you and hanging out with you and and making all of that type of stuff happen and make it a reality but it, it's not it's not profitable yet maybe one preferably one day it could be profitable so there's not a really big, and I've been net negative for followers. So I've been actually, I'm down negative 13 followers this month so far. Uh, so it's been really crazy. So there's not a lot of incentive, if you will, aside from some emotes that are fun for you guys. There's not a whole, whole lot of incentive to be affiliated, really. Like there's other options that would give me more freedom. Like the things that I post right now on Twitch, technically based off my affiliateship agreement, I'm supposed to... Uh, I'm supposed to like give that a 24-hour window from the time that it ends before I can even share that anywhere else unless I share the link like to where you can find it on Twitch. So like the web show even right now, you can't listen to this until tomorrow because technically it breaks affiliate chip. I feel I'm I'm trying to weigh out and maybe you guys uh, let me know on Twitter at Webby Pumpkin. Uh, let me know in the comments and things of what you think. But I'm tr I'm trying to weigh this out because I wonder if it would be more beneficial to not be affiliated. You know what I mean? And maybe you guys are thinking that too, and I want you to know you're not alone in those thoughts. Or if you're grinding for affiliate, maybe this is something to think about because it does remove a little bit of your freedom. It's awesome. It's really, really cool feeling to be like, oh man, I'm affiliated on Twitch. This is so super cool. But it's really not that difficult. What I'm, what I'm realizing is that's not that hard to be affiliated on Twitch. Um, so I'm gonna read a little bit of comments here and see what you guys are saying in the chat. So Soul Survivor says, I'm sorry. Uh, but I hate this mentality of you should use some time to do YouTube to grow, which is completely just uh, bullcrap in, in my eyes because YouTube is such a bigger platform that it's honestly hard to grow on there because of the algorithm. I was thinking of doing videos again because there are ideas that I wanted to do, but I didn't do them for some odd reason. Then the whole YouTube uh, protecting uh, stuff came up, and I don't even want to go back to make videos on there again. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know what you're talking about. I, I figured your word out there. Yeah. Dang. Uh, I'll still watch my favorite creators and support the best I can, but I'll never go back to make videos on there again because of that. Here's my thoughts on YouTube. I actually think YouTube growth is very possible. Uh, their algorithm. You need to understand their algorithm a little bit. But from what I'm understanding of YouTube, is that they prioritize a high resolution thumbnail with a face. So put your face in a thumbnail. You're going to be seen more. Um, retention is better than than quality, than length, than anything. So you'll find some of the most successful YouTube videos are like around that 10 minute mark, like 10 to 12 minute mark, because that's what most people's retention is. Because if you think about it, 
um, say you have a 10 minute long video and people only watch for 10 minutes, well, cool. They've watched 100% of your video, which means YouTube is like, hey, people really like this video. They watched all of it. They're more likely to suggest that to other people because it keeps people on the platform. YouTube is in the business, as well as Twitch and Facebook and all these other companies. YouTube is in the business of making money. That's what they want to do. And you can't fault them for it. They're trying to make money. So they push the content um, that people that looks retainable, that people watch all the way through up higher in their algorithm. Because if you watch one video all the way through and they suggest something kind of similar, you're very likely to click on that other video and watch it all the way through then. And then, oh man, you're in one of those loopholes or these these like cycles rabbit holes that we all get in on youtube where you sit down and you're like hamill watch this youtube video and four hours later you're still on youtube watching youtube videos to a point that there was a time where i didn't watch netflix i didn't watch hulu disney plus anything like that because i was pretty much exclusively watching youtube and not like paid youtube not youtube tv not youtube red i was watching just regular youtube videos because it was interesting and it was keeping my attention that's what they want. So then if I upload my VOD, say I play a video game for four hours, I upload that four-hour video, but people only watch 10 minutes, oh my gosh, my retention is terrible. They still watched the same amount of time, but instead of uh, instead of watching 100% of my video, they've only watched a small sliver of my video. So YouTube says, hold up. People don't like this video. They got to hear really, really bad. Like they, they get out of here real quick maybe don't need to do YouTube or maybe don't need to suggest this guy to people or this gal to people because people aren't watching their videos. So my recommendation for YouTube Soul Survivor is to make shorter videos. I think I personally think they need to be like at least, you know, two to four minutes. I think anything less than two minutes, I'll look at that and be like, oh man, it takes me longer to click on the video than it does you know, then I'll get out of the video. So if it's too short, I know personally I won't click on it either unless it's like a vine or a meme from back in the days that I'm just specifically looking for that because I saw it somewhere else and it's nostalgic for me. Other than that, I'm not going to do it. I'm just not going to click on it. So I think it needs to be at least two minutes, which is, you know, the average time or duration of like a song. Songs don't take a whole lot of time. We enjoy them. I would rather someone click on my video and like it and it'd be kind of short and watch it again because they thought it was really funny or cool. And then I get two views, full retention, then have a longer video that someone only watches twice. So that's that's my goal with YouTube. These videos, I mean, even my podcast videos, the one you're listening to right now that I upload to YouTube are too long. I'm, I'm desperately attempting to try to get these videos a little bit shorter, a little bit closer to the 30 minute mark, but we're really having a good time with this conversation today. So we'll probably keep going with it. But those are my thoughts and on, on YouTube. I think there's a lot of potential for growth on YouTube, and you can even, like, Woodhawker, beat-em-ups on YouTube, blew up, is doing an amazing job on YouTube. One of my favorite YouTubers, if we're being honest. If you haven't checked him out, beat-em-ups, all one word, check him out. He's streaming here on Twitch now as well, and he's talked to people about it in his videos on YouTube, and he blew up. He went from, like, nothing to, like, partner, like, overnight it felt like because of YouTube. So there's a lot of value in that. Uh, I'm sure he wouldn't mind me saying this because he's an awesome creator. Spietti, uh, one of my dear friends, came with me and a lot of other friends from Mixer to to Twitch. Really has put his his some eggs and some energy in that TikTok basket, has found his niche, has gotten really good at that. And he you know he's got, you know, 20 plus thousand followers on Twitch now. I mean, on TikTok now. Um, and, you know, like he's getting 
you know, like a follower for every few hundred or, or something like that. So he's doing really, really well with that. People are coming over from TikTok. It's really, really cool. So I think there's I think there's some interesting thoughts to, to say there. Shorty Mac says, on TikTok, I commented on a vid and I got top comment with uh, 14,000 likes. Yeah, I was like, OMG, I'm top comment. I was so shocked, LOL. See, it's, it's pushing you up depending on, you know, even if people just like your comments, there's there. Uh, Soul says, oh, believe me, I get it. But like I said, especially since the whole debate on that guy's video being taken down for literally uh, pulling a modern uh, Chris Hansen and def uh, defending said kind of people on that platform, uh, I'm disgusted. I get every platform has those kinds of people somehow, somewhere, but the fact that YouTube blatantly are protecting said kind of, uh, of some people showed me that some were some of the priorities lie. Uh, we're going to put. So, anywho, those are my thoughts on YouTube. Those are my thoughts on, you know, Mixer shutting down and Facebook gaming and Twitch and all the stuff that's going on there. I want to end this with a level up, but before we get into the level up, I also want to thank you all real quick because saying all that, none of this would be possible without you guys. It would mean the the world to me. I mean, obviously, you just listened to this podcast, uh, this episode today. We're going to try to keep it around that 30-minute mark, uh, so we're about to, to wrap up, but... um. You know, you guys are the reason we do this. You're the reason that I grow. It, I appreciate you. I literally can't do this without you. You make it worth it. You make it fun. So thank you so much for being here and commenting. If you're listening now uh, on demand on the podcast, thank you for listening to the podcast. If you're listening live and you guys would like to check out the podcast, check it out. I'd love that. We're on we're on uh, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, um, Google Podcasts, pretty much anywhere. Anywhere you listen to your podcast, you can find the web show. I'd love for you to subscribe there, and it really, really, really helps me and, and means a lot to me. And if you're not following here on Twitch, or if you're listening on the podcast and you'd like to hang out with me when we're gaming, twitch.tv slash webbypumpkin, fb.gg slash webbypumpkin if you'd rather use Facebook. It really means the world to me. You're the reason we do this. I know tonight was kind of a little bit of a ramble, but uh, these are just some thoughts that I've been having, and I wanted to get them off my chest and share them with you guys, and I appreciate you guys listening. You're awesome. Thanks for giving this pumpkin a little bit of time. Uh, if you guys are watching live, I'm going to end stream and then we'll come back up with some live content playing a game in just a minute. Um, if you're listening on the platform, thank you so much for everything you do. Uh, you miss Mixer. Sorry for bringing the mood down. Just had to get that out. You guys are awesome. No, you're all good, Soul Survivor. You made some good points and you got me on a roll with YouTube. So you're all good. Thanks, thanks, thanks. All right, guys. Catch you all in just a little bit. Thank you so much for watching and subscribing and following and liking and just sharing a little bit of your time with me on the web show like i said guys that are watching on twitch i'm going to end stream so that i can switch over my overlays and we'll be right back so don't go anywhere see you all in just a little bit thank you again so 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 much pumpkin patch you guys are the best see you in just a few minutes this is this is a year that's clear, no fear. Ah yeah, ah yeah, ah yeah. This is a year, ah yeah. This is a year, ah yeah. This is a year that's clear, no fear.